0: This is where we put stuff when we want to get it clean.
1: This is Emily Grassley.
0: It is a colony full of flesh-eating beetles, and it's normally the larva that will eat all of it. The adults really don't eat anything. They basically just have sex and party in here all the time. Seriously, if you want to watch an orgy on campus, it is in here.
1: Emily's a sort of science communication superhero. She was the first ever chief curiosity correspondent at the Field Museum in Chicago. People have called her a modern-day Miss Frizzle. And like a lot of Emily's fans, I started watching her YouTube videos back in 2012.
0: Hi, I'm Emily Grassley, chief curiosity correspondent for the Field Museum here in Chicago and host of The Brain Scoop. What's The
1: Brain Scoop? She tells stories about everything from rocks to snakes to bones to taxidermy, all in a way that captures how weird and funny and interesting science is. Also sometimes extremely gross. And she revels in all of it.
0: It feels like two solid masses, well, gooey, like jello masses. Oh, God. This might be the first time that I throw up on the brain scoop. I'm not wearing
1: gloves. We're pretty excited to talk to Emily today.
0: Yay, Okay, I'm recording.
1: I would expect nothing less, but she is wearing a T-shirt covered In bug species all over it. It's extremely cool. I do love a bug. Hang on, I'm trying to see if I can recognize... I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we are going to hear from Emily about dinosaurs, about the road trip she took back to the very beginnings of time, and how all of that led her to look for wonder a little closer to home, in her very own backyard. All of that is after this.
0: When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. A couple of years ago, Emily Grassley embarked on this big new project. It was a trip she went on with PBS for a show called Prehistoric Road Trip.
0: So I've headed back to the area where I grew up in the northern Great Plains on an epic road trip to rediscover our planet's past. And then Earth one of the coolest things that we did. The Royal Ontario Museum, based in Toronto, invited us to come out to a dig site. And honestly, they had no idea what they were going to find. And so we were out there and filming for a couple of hours while their team is gradually excavating the dirt around what was under the field jacket. And throughout the course of filming, we are uncovering the entire face of a triceratops. Yeah! (laughs) Were you expecting to find this today?
1: No, <laughs> I was hoping we would find it. Yeah, and
0: you uh... cannot make better television. It was it was absolutely mind blowing. It was you can see like the excitement from the scientists was palpable. We almost couldn't like, art- it's like me right now. We couldn't even articulate <laughs> just how special this is. Yeah, that we are the first people to see this animal in sixty six million years. I mean, the first people, period, right? So that's that, amazing. It is
1: amazing. Oh,
0: I'm a little emotional right now. Oh, me, me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too.
1: Oh, it's awesome.
0: Like, ugh. I feel like I could retire. I don't know what else I need to accomplish <laughs> in my
1: life. Yeah, that's <laughs> you like know? you hit the top marks. It's all downhill from here. Emily and the prehistoric road trip crew kept on trucking through Montana, South Dakota, and through millions of years of Earth history. She got to see fossils of stromatolites, thousands of fish fossils in a single rock outcropping.
0: There's something that unlocks the nerd and the little kid in all of us when you start talking mm-hmm. about fossils and dinosaurs. Like, honestly, who's listening to this right now without a <laughs> smile on their face, thinking about when they were a kid? You know, it's it's it was just such a magical way to bring the public on this journey to see, like, science can be accessible in this way and there are other nerds out there all over the place who want to talk about it with you too um so i loved it yeah
1: this whole prehistoric road trip and video series were all an extension of emily's previous work she's most famous for her youtube channel brain scoop she started that back when she was still just a volunteer at the philip l wright zoological museum and it later came with her when she went to the field museum in chicago Emily started the BrainScoop channel back in 2012, and she spent the next 10 years bringing hundreds of thousands of viewers into the collections, the labs, the back rooms of the museums where she worked. She has a knack for pulling the wackiness and enthusiasm out of her fellow scientists, and her audience can feel it.
0: I don't even think about the fact that I'm practically... Kissing this thing. Because, like we said, we uh, we don't cut the anal glands, right? If we do that, we're in serious trouble. In the splash zone. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The comments section of her videos are full of comments like this. This show is the reason I went back to school for a master's in museum studies and why I am pursuing the career that I secretly always wanted. Emily fills people with a love for science, but it's not actually something she herself grew up with.
0: I think I could say I fell in love with science when I was 22 huh. years old. <laughs> like, yeah, I had so many misconceptions about who scientists were and how they spent their time. You know, I don't know what I thought. I guess I just assumed everything interesting to learn about the world had already been done hmm. or was being done by someone who didn't look anything like me.
1: Emily actually went to college for art. She studied landscape painting at the University of Montana in Missoula.
0: And so we're talking like the last semester of my senior year, I am working in the campus convenience store and I have a colleague, a a coworker there named, also named Emily, and she was in the biology program. And I was scrolling Facebook one day and I see that she had uploaded a picture on her Facebook of, and I'm just going to give a little disclaimer because this is kind of gross. But she had posted a picture of two severed wolf heads that were sitting on lunch trays on a lab table. And the caption was something like, just another day in the prep lab. <laughs> and I, I remember, I have the timestamp exactly. It was like November 15th, 2008 at 1152 PM. I left a comment that was like, this is so cool. And that is the moment I fell in love with
1: science. Emily begged her friend, also named Emily, to show her where she was doing this weird, incredibly interesting looking work. And that is how our Emily, Emily Grassley, learned about the Philip L. Wright Zoological Museum and how they would process research specimens, like these wolves, which had died of natural causes and were brought to the museum by the Montana Fish and Wildlife
0: Service and I fell in love with the museum. I decided like, I don't know what it's gonna take, but I'm gonna spend as much time as possible while I'm still here in this museum, because this is an amazing resource for me as an artist. Like if I wanted to try and sketch the inside of a grizzly bear's mouth, like you tell me how I'm supposed to accomplish that. (laughs) And yet here I could be in a museum where I could take a skull and hold it in my hands and like, imagine this animal in its life. And not just the species, like not just holding a black bear skull and being like, black bears are cool. I mean, that that's one thing too. But the other thing is like, wow, this bear was collected in the 1920s hmm. by a certain person. Why? What's the story around it? It is an actual individual with a beginning, a middle, and an end.
1: So Emily started volunteering at the museum. And as she gave tours and got to know the specimens collection better, she developed a kind of special perspective on the museum and the science that was happening there. She had this knack for keying in on things that were particularly funny or whimsical, like, you know, these taxidermy birds on sticks.
0: So you can pick them up. Birds on sticks. How do you
1: keep them preserved?
0: The ones dating before 1960s were preserved with arson. Highly effective for preserving the birds, not highly effective for preserving the curators. Oh, Pretty
1: cool. This scene is actually from her very first video. She was giving a tour of the museum to Hank Green. He's a YouTube OG known for the Vlogbrothers channel he shared with his brother John. And for them and their then million subscribers, it was clear that Emily had a gift. And so the Green Brothers helped Emily set up her own channel, The Brain Scoop. So you set off on this really kind of, you know, unexpected journey. Yeah. How, I mean, how has that shaped you? Like how has it shaped you as an artist? What has it made you want to do with this kind of newfound super power of 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 science uh storytelling? <laughs>
0: I mean, when I think about it, when I look back on it now, it is a blur. I When I say it was a wild ride, it was a wild ride. I mean, not just in the number of videos that we were making, but I was brought all over the U.S., all over the world, you know, and not just to make videos, but to talk about science and not just the fun stuff. You know, also things like the importance of diverse representation in media and uh, the realities that come with being a woman online. And so after a while, it became clear to me that I was never going to run out of content working at a place like mm. the Field Museum. Yeah. Like <laughs> it is, it, 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 You would spend a billion lifetimes and still not even scratch the surface. And so it wasn't a matter of running out of ideas. Um, but I did run out of steam a little bit.
1: On the one hand, it had been a dream job working in a museum full of amazing stories. On the other hand, Emily was telling the story of other people's discoveries. So at the end of 2020, she left the museum and faced with a whole wide world to explore. Where did she start?
0: Basically, I took like the entire world at my fingertips in this huge museum, and I opted instead for spending two years Filming bugs in my backyard.
1: She spent this summer with a macro lens, curating a collection of bug footage, all filmed in the sunshine of her own backyard. Because right there in that little space, there were thousands and thousands of species. There were flies that looked like bees. Chubby caterpillars on their way to becoming monarch butterflies. Soldier beetles scuttling across flower petals. Do you have a favorite bug? Was there like someone of this cast of characters that you were like always on the lookout for?
0: A thousand percent. And I will tell you exactly what it is. <laughs> it's um, It was a caterpillar called a camouflaged looper. It has decided to live on a certain flower and it'll eat the flower. It's definitely interested in consuming it, but it will also bite off little pieces of the flower And it has little rows of tiny spikes along its body. And it will stab little bites of that flower onto these spikes (laughs) and camouflage itself into the plant. I first came across one of these camouflaged loopers when it was like no bigger than the end of my pinky nail. I mean, it was so small, I have no idea how I even spotted it. But I spent the next month filming this thing every single day of its life. I even got footage of it like dressing itself. Cause you have questions like, well, does it only get dressed one time? Like, does it always? Does it have to reapply the flower bits? And guess what? It does. It takes off the flower bits <laughs> at the end of the day and creates a little mucus nest and keeps the little bits together. And then in the morning, it will like undo its little mucus flower nest and put them back on.
1: That's amazing. Tell me that. Like, that's amazing. That's amazing. That also sounds like my, the way I get dressed in the morning. <laughs> just, put, just put the mucus yeah, nest back on. I know, on.
0: right? It's so relatable. But what I've done with that, I've taken this macro footage, right, that I filmed on my phone, and I go through all of it and I find stills that I really like. And then I've been projecting those stills onto large canvases, like three by five feet. And then I'm making giant paintings of tiny, tiny bugs in order to force people to look at what I am seeing and to also be like, wow, that's cool. No matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, I think that is my life's work in whatever way that it manifests, whether it's like in videos or on canvases or just me like yelling into the abyss in a field being like, this is so cool, which is usually how I spend my time. Um, But yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to spread some love for the bugs right now.
1: Thanks so much to Emily Grassley for chatting with us today. If you want to see some of her bug videos, follow her on Twitter at E-H-M-E-E. She's also on YouTube. Of course, just search Emily Grassley. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. This episode was produced by
0: Sarah Wyman.
1: It was edited by John Delore. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka,
0: Camille Stanley,
1: Willis Ryder Arnold,
0: Manolo Morales,
1: Baudelaire Seuss,
0: Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson,
1: Casey Holford. This episode was sound designed and mixed by John Delore. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time.
0: Witness Docs from Stitcher.